0: Hey guys, on this week's episode of Untucked, we are gonna talk about single stock picking and kind of the speculative nature um, of that activity. We're going to discuss Apple and um, some of the new uh, kind of products, features they're rolling out in the coming months. And then finally, we're going to talk about foregoing college to get a job and what that you know what the prospects of that are now Uh, hope you enjoy the opinions expressed on this podcast are our own and do not reflect the opinions or views of fc advisory the financial coach group or the new wealth project nothing discussed on this podcast should be interpreted as investment advice welcome to episode 67 of untucked this is megan
1: and mike this is jeff did you guys know that um you know a K, like a backwards K, is used to refer to a strikeout in baseball? Okay. Oh. Okay. <laughs> you know, the
2: people that keep score manually. Yeah. You know, they, <laughs> yeah. You know.
1: It's a backwards... I guess it's not a backwards K. It's I think regu- it's just a, just a regular K. Yeah. But it's a K because the S was already used for like a sacrifice. Because it should be an S, don't you think? Like a strikeout? But Henry Chadwick... <laughs> who is the inventor of the box score, began using the K in the 1860s because it's the last letter of struck, which doesn't make any sense to me because I guess you could say he struck out. Struck out, out yeah. right.
0: Yeah, struck would be the past tense.
1: But I always wondered, like, what all the Ks, like, Y K for strikeout?
0: I don't hate the fun fact. I mean, I hate baseball, but, like, I don't,
2: <laughs> I don't hate the fun fact. That, that is a fun fact. I mean, that... <laughs> that is. you undersold
0: it, which I think helped.
2: Okay.
1: Okay. Can I give you my fun fact? Sure. <laughs> yeah. I welcome it. I don't have one. Guys, I welcome so. a fun fact from you that I can just like, I, give this is you my a...
2: first fun fact ever. Did you know that when the subway was first designed and I think it was in London, the tube, the actual subway, like which was the predecessor for all subways, like New York city, everything else. The first one was rolled out in London and the engineers did not think to put windows on it. It was a coffin. It was a tube. It was, there was no windows. And when they started to test it out, people got so freaked out that it was a complete debacle. And they had to go back to the drawing board and redesign it with actual windows. Because you think about it, like you know, you don't need to look at anything. But people get psychologically freaked out when they're riding underground without seeing anything. Yeah, it would freak me out. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. So, what were they thinking, engineers, Jeff? Yeah,
1: they're not thinking emotions; they're just thinking numbers. So, it's a good one. Interesting. I didn't know that. I would have used that. I might take over the fun fact duties. Um, Do we have a lot of sports? Oh my gosh! Do we 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 ever? Are you kidding me? Wait, do you guys know the Phillies manager got fired? Right. I did know that Joe Girardi, Gary
2: Boa. <laughs> Who's their manager? Joe well, Girardi yeah, was yeah. their manager.
0: And aren't they like playing very well since they're that happened? like
1: six and O oh since they canned Here
0: them. they Make come, five
2: and and0 oh. Is this because the players didn't like playing for him anymore, and they basically said, "You know what? We're going to stop playing, so they fire him, and we can get somebody else." Is it one of those? It's
1: very difficult to pin down like what happened, other than maybe like this team just needed a bit of a kick in the ass. The new manager is starting a lot of, like, fresh young blood, um, which is helping. But when I tell you they had lost five in a row, and then Joe, and then Joe Girardi's last game they won, and they're 5-0 and 0 since. Like, in dramatic fashion in a couple of the games, too. Like, two games ago, down... Down a run going into the top of the ninth. Alec Bohm hits a homer. And then... What's the guy's name? I forget his last name. Uh, hits a homer right after him in the top of the ninth. To go up 3-2. And their closer comes in and they win 3-2. But the kid that hit the game-winning home run was in the minors. They called him up that day. He flew to Milwaukee, flew to Philly. No, I'm sorry. Flew in to Philly... Got there like two o'clock, playing the game. Hits the game-winning home run. They
2: Wild make
0: movies out of that stuff.
2: Wild. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's a very common phenomenon in sports. You change the coach or manager, or and the team instantly wins a little bit, and then you're right back to where you were.
1: I mean, they. They beat the Giants. They swept the Angels, and they just took two from the Brewers, and they play, they're playing right now. I mean, I don't know. Whatever it is, it worked, dude. It's working. Temporarily. Yeah, it's working.
2: Phils are back. Does, does a manager do anything other than kind of set the lineup and maybe go to the bullpen? What, what else do they do in baseball?
0: It might be the, the... – the most unimportant head coach, in
1: my opinion. Yeah, I think you're both wrong.
0: <laughs> Shocker, Jeff, the baseball fan. No, I'm not like a baseball. coming out of left field. I'm not
1: a baseball like enthusiast, but during the game, the manager makes a lot of calls.
2: Like, give me one sacrifice bunt. Here. Well, they don't do that anymore, right? Or, or like uh, hit and like, run,
1: like bunt, like steal.
0: That's the manager, not the base coach.
2: I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure it's the coaching staff around them that does all that. Well, Manager doesn't he doesn't have do doesn't He's he to have final say? Spit tobacco on the. You,
0: you think they're like, oh, I think this. You think that, and then they confer with him to then go I out, think like
1: it's like Joe. Are we uh, are we stealing second? Yeah, tell, give him a sign to steal a second. They make changes, like roster changes during the game. They decide when the when the um, the starting pitcher comes out. And when the relief and which reliever comes in,
0: pitching change is fine. I've never seen a roster change in baseball. I've really? never seen someone like pull the left fielder.
1: Oh my god, it happens like all the time. Maybe you just start watching baseball before <laughs> you start commenting about it. <laughs> Could you guys just be happy for one time in a row? <laughs> You're like Mets fans. Like, are you? Are we? Are, we, are you Philadelphia Phillies? No, fans no, no, no. I'm not.
0: A, I'm not a Philadelphia Phillies hater. I'm a baseball hater. I hope that's very um, clear. I'm with Meg on that. It's very yeah. clear in the way that I'm talking. I'm shitting on this sport, yeah. not this organization move, move, move specifically. Me. All
2: right. So Eagles, nothing. Sixers, nothing. Flyers, nothing. Birds, birds.
1: Are you kidding me, dude? Are do you guys? Why do we even do Philly sports if you guys don't even pay attention to Philly sports? Because we don't like two of the four. (laughs) They made, the Phillies, or the Eagles made, like, um, off-season, these off-season practices that they typically have, like, optional. Like, people are freaking out about it. How are we not having any practices? And now, there is going to be, like, there's going to be a preseason, and then, like, leading up to that in August, but, like, in June and July, they have, like, 10 practices scheduled, and they're optional love it love it why like isn't practicing what helps the team like get better we're talking about practice
2: football starts where like hard knocks comes in which is in training camp yeah which is real training camp where everybody's there they're all fighting for jobs they're, it's not the july walkthroughs and stuff right it can't hurt
0: it can. Yeah, it can. It can physically hurt oh, people. stop
1: it. Their what...
0: season is long and grueling enough. Who cares? They play 16, 17 games. And oh. they spend the entire week in hitting an each bucket other.
2: In ice after the game. <laughs> All week, they're in an ice bucket.
1: I think it's stupid. I think they're going to be ill-prepared when the season starts.
0: I think that you're going to see players staying healthier and playing longer. We'll see. All right.
1: Go back to the tapes. <laughs> week five, when we're one and four... Oh, you think this is what we're going to come back to? You'll have plenty oh, man, of what, other
0: WIP callers to converse what with. What
1: episode is this? <laughs> 68,
2: 67. 67, back to 67. Sixers? Anything? Nothing? No. Nah. No. It's confirmed
1: Doc's still the coach, right? Yeah, as of now. Okay, and then we got
2: Fly, I mean, like Fly. No, they're, they're on, all they have going on is a, a search for a head coach and then Johnny Goudreau rumors or any of the stuff they're going to do in the offseason that might be major. But uh, they, I think, have limited ability to improve. How do they not have a coach yet? I mean, they've all summered Or they have another couple of months to figure it out. There's a lot of guys out there that are good candidates. Um, a couple still may be assistant coaching right now in the playoffs. So... I think most teams are probably they're inter- they're actively interviewing, but they're waiting to see who, who all is in the pool, and it's all fine. There's, I think there's a lot. Of, I I don't know the number. There's a lot of coaching vacancies right now in the league. So okay, um, so you're okay with them just kind of taking uh, their time? Yeah, and- it's the yes. Their issue is not coaching. It goes higher than that. It's who they're drafting, who they're developing, how they're developing. It's a. Franchise-wide uh, illness, I would say. It's really See, bad. It's dark. Yeah, Jeff, you 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 accuse me of being like the op- the optimist. Every Super year. fan. I think I'm going the other way on this yeah. on this team. Okay. Until... It
0: might just be the plague of the Wells Fargo Center, because what you're describing is also <laughs> the problems with the Sixers. Yeah. I mean, Doc stinks, but it's beyond that. It's beyond that. Coach's Corner, The Case for Mad Money. This is from Rational Reflections blog, and I guess it's written by a collection of authors. Um, We spend a lot of time describing our investment uh, management strategies to those who ask, and one of the first things we often say is that we don't speculate on individual stocks or companies. And the um, idea for using this particular article actually was because of a couple of conversations we've had about that individual individual stock picking um, with some of our clients recently and just maybe talking about the experience that they've had and why we continue to advocate for you know
1: not doing it so that's an interesting line Meg like we advocate for not stock picking-hmm although we've seen a handful of clients that have, A lot of wealth because it was concentrated in one thing.
0: Sure.
2: Usually, a company they worked for,
0: or a gift they received, or inherited. How often is it that they chose it?
1: The one client I'm thinking of, his his wife who passed away, actually chose it. Like she bought Apple for like a thousand bucks, and it's worth like a million now. So she was like super smart. He has it now because it's his since she passed she was super smart or she was super lucky uh, i mean i guess that's where i'm kind of going like mike what's your take on like individual stock selection and putting money like a significant amount of money in something because you think it's going to do
2: really well uh well i think you know my take on that it's it's silly to put a significant amount of your your own money into one thing because of whatever your thought is um I, I find that most people have two there's there's two two um, philosophies that most people have when they, they say oh I want to buy stock in X or Y. One is wow what a great product I love their product it's so successful everyone's using it uh, we should buy the stock um, or two I am smarter than everyone else and I know that this company is going to do well in, in, in the future. Um, both are silly for their own reasons. One is, the first one is that if there's a great product out there, everyone already knows about it. And the stock's, like the, the company, um, the, the product might be great, but the stock valuation, the valuation of the company already reflects that, meaning it's expensive. So the only way, like to your point about Apple, when somebody invested $1,000 in Apple 25 years ago, Apple was cheap. They didn't This was before Apple. And they didn't yet have their yep. massive success. Before um, Apple was
0: Apple. Right. Like yep. The Apple that we know. Yep. And, um,
2: <clears throat> you know, if you look at it now or you look at anything that people would say is, what, what a great company, we should own the stock. Everyone already knows this. And so for it to continue to crush it and have, you know, 10 years from now be an absolute grand slam is not only unlikely, but it's pretty much not going to happen. Yeah. It's not going to happen. So people confuse great, great products with great investments. There's a really interesting stuff, and I don't know the names of the companies because no one's ever heard of them, which is that if you go back over the past 20 or 30 years, the best performing companies are the most boring like textile manufacturers and things like that that you've never heard of that are just year after year after year they just have have solid profits. They don't have a, a sexy product that you've ever heard of. They are phenomenal investments, not um, the, the, the products that are making headlines. There's a huge distinction there and I think everybody gets caught up in the well, I, you know. name the company. Um, Everyone else already knows about it. It's not just you. And there's a... To me, the biggest thing is separating great investments from great products. Um, I think pe- too many people don't understand the difference there. They just automatically think, wow, everybody has an iPhone. Just buy Apple. Load up on Apple. It's too late. Everybody has it's an iPhone. Late. It's yeah. too late. The second thing is thinking that you're smarter than the rest of the world. Um, if you have an opinion on a sector, an industry, or company, which is that well, I think that uh, consumer discretionary is going to be, or whatever, and, uh, or energy, or whatever the theme is, because you have a particular opinion that you think might be unique to you or you're smarter than everybody else. You're not. There are 50,000 professionals that every day are paid to evaluate, and I'm making up 50,000, but t- to evaluate all of this stuff that are way more um, in the know than you on all the stuff that is in Pipeline's exactly what's going on with their industry, um, speculating more smartly than you are. Now, having said all that, there's nothing wrong with throwing insignificant money at a company or a stock. Insignificant meaning in relation to everything else you have. Uh, There's nothing wrong with that. But if you're going to cause yourself potential financial disaster if something goes down 90%, that's a problem. Don't ever do that.
1: Yeah, and we got onto this topic because you know, over the last five or six years, we've had a lot of clients that have come up to us and said, hey, um, what do you think of this stock? And we always have the same response. Like, look, I, I don't know anything about individual stocks. We don't play in that market. We buy the market, we use asset allocation, blah, blah, blah. But if you wanna buy it and if and, and we're okay with the amount, we'll buy it in like a Roth IRA. So if it has great growth, you, you benefit from that because you don't have to pay the tax on the growth. And like 99 times out of 100, when we buy that stock for them, when we look at it like a year later, it's like in the toilet. It's a stinker. I mean, almost like weed stocks. I don't even remember. It was a
0: pharmaceutical stock. It was an airline stock. All of that was like COVID-related. And then we're like, why did we put it in the Roth? Now all of the performance looks stupid. (laughs) Moving (laughs) forward,
2: we should put it in a taxable account so we can capitalize on the loss. On the loss, yeah.
1: But it, it makes it like to what you just said, Mike. You know use an insignificant amount well then what's really then the what's, point? The point. what's the point right because if my ins- if my thousand dollars goes up a 300 percent, now i have three thousand like it's really not a game changer but i guess maybe if you do get lucky and it turns into an apple your thousand bucks may be worth half a million but the odds of that happening are just like you might as well a thousand bucks in the lottery tickets
0: well and the odds of it happening in any like short time frame like apple i mean if you look at the performance of apple or amazon the type of volatility that you would have had to stay invested through over the last 30 years to actually get the performance of those companies like is significant yeah Right. There's obviously the anomalies. There's the Teslas. Right. That, that's maybe the, the time frame is shorter. But like generally speaking, these companies that have this insane performance or, you know, you can look back on and say that would have been a great stock. Like it's not without a lot of volatility that you had to stay invested through.
2: Yeah. And the thing that's it's super pet peeve is that if you had invested $10,000 in X at, at, at whatever time, you would have whatever. Nobody would have sat through the yeah. 80% drawdown or decline that you would have had to endure during that period of time. Netflix, Amazon, all of, none of them are immune to this. Tesla, too. Right. So, like, um, I, you know, part of the thing in the article, though, one of the things that was talked about, or at least front and center, was the, um, the stablecoin thing. Yeah. Which was, you know, the you can earn 20% return. To, you know, convert your cash that's earning nothing into stablecoin, it's backed by US dollars, and we're gonna pay you 20% uh, returns on it. And tons of people piled in and they all lost everything. It's like, of course you did. You, it just amazes me that the, the you can't get five or eight or 10 or 20% risk-free returns ever I mean in this environment when, when rates are where they are yeah. right it's just is, it's it's an impossibility and if you think that there's something out there that comes down the pike that's gonna deliver you that you're naive you're as naive as they come and I, I hate to say you deserve you, you deserve it if you think that you're you know you're getting a guaranteed return as if it was in a t- treasury or, or a bank or insured bank account or something like that it's just just life it's just math
1: people don't want to have I mean pay, investing is boring mm-hmm. and yeah. you have to be patient and people aren't patient and they don't right. like boring yeah. right they want to make money fast and it's just doesn't work that way I mean the numbers are the numbers through all of the the last 30 years of recessions to, um, and and bull markets you know equities give you ten bonds give you five or six and cash gives you three. And it really doesn't change. I mean, it changes obviously in the short term, but long term, it's the same. And there's not like, I don't think that's going to change. How many articles it's like, oh, you know, forget about 10% equity returns. Bullshit. I mean, I think, yes, over the long term, it will still be 10. And if you think you're going to get 12 with less risk in the market, you're crazy. Right. If you think you're going to get 20 and you're not taking, like it's that simple. If an investment is giving you 8, 9, 10, 11 or more, you're taking a shit ton of risk, and if you don't believe that, then you're naive and you're an idiot.
0: If it's too good to be true, it probably is. Like, if I we would
2: a... say, no, I would eliminate probably from that. If sentence, it's too good to, true, to be true, it always is. It always is.
1: Now, are we just like like the boomers? Are like we boomer advisors? What do you mean? Like, are we just old people that like don't believe in like the bitcoins of the world? That no, you don't. You don't shoot for ten percent returns. Like, we're shooting for. Like 1,000% returns. I don't know if it makes us boomer
0: re- advisors. I think it makes us responsible advisors. I mean, the reality is who needs 1,000% returns for for anything, right? People want to grow their wealth, sure. But who needs 1,000% returns for the sake of their financial plan? Like People who don't have money. Yeah, but like people who don't have money don't have money. Right. Bitcoin's not going to save you. Right. I mean, I don't know that it makes us boomers by being, I'm going to use the word responsible and you know, the case for any of these, I'll say unique investment opportunities, be it private equity or cryptocurrency or something like that within the context of a plan can make sense. It can't be the plan. One stock cannot be the plan. One cryptocurrency cannot be the plan. Um, and I think that's just responsibility in the like in a comprehensive fashion. I don't think it's makes us boomers.
1: You just don't like being called a boomer. I don't. I'm very insulted, actually.
0: <laughs> I like, I mean, I think, Mike, you've maybe talked about this before. Like, parents having their kids learn about the stock market by maybe purchasing a couple of companies that, like, the kid likes or something like that. I had a conversation with a client who asked that, hey, my kids, my grandchild's graduating from high school. Like, do you have any companies that could be cool to follow i she was a chick and i sent like a bunch of companies that have female ceos i was like i don't know anything about these companies but it'll give you an idea of how markets work and how right. individual companies are reflected you know in their stock prices like i think that can be a really awesome learning tool i couldn't with,
2: agree yet sorry
0: no just not a lot of money like right We're right, right. i mean about... i couldn't agree
2: more like like somebody said okay then buy disney you know disney you watch the movies you, you mm-hmm. understand their who they are, and some young person puts a hundred dollars in Disney, and then uh, a month later it's worth seventy five dollars because stuff happens to Disney that impacts their future prospects, mm-hmm. which is real. And then you would say, well, wait, how does Disney like, how does that turn from a hundred to seventy five? Well, because when you put a hundred dollars into that stock. There was a set of expectations about how much they were going to earn in the future, and that was all baked into how much you had to pay for that, the, for that uh, share of Disney. Well, the next day, everything changed because Disney's earnings got hammered and people are pro- canceling te- you know, them, whatever, <laughs> all of those things. And, all, and, and guess what? It's now worth less, and it should be worth less because the, the, the collective expectation of how well they're going to do in the future has gone down. And rightfully so. That's how it works.
0: Well, we can stay on... We've talked a lot about Apple. We can stay on them a little bit for the next article. Um, Everything Apple announced at WWDC 2022. New MacBooks, iOS 16, and more. This is from CNBC.com. Apple's Worldwide Developers Conference revealed lots of changes coming from Apple in the coming months, including the ability to edit and delete messages, iMessages specifically, after they've been sent. Apparently, there will be a 15-minute window after a text has been sent during which you can edit or unsend. The recipient, however, will be alerted to the modification. At, when I when I didn't know like how it was going to work, I was like this is dope, right? But now that they the recipient is going to know that you
2: Well, I'm stupid because I re- I read this and I said okay, are they just having a 15-minute delay on the delivery of the message? Well, that defeats the whole purpose. Right. But to your point, oh, if I'm going to edit it and the recipient knows that I edited it, that also defeats, the, defeats purpose, the purpose. It right? defeats is the that, purpose. Is that how That's how called?
0: I'm interpreting it. Like if I send a text that I want to claw back, I, I can, but they're going to know that the text they in fact read is not what I initially sent. Right? Right.
1: I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Makes no sense to me.
0: I mean, I guess I don't understand the technology, but
1: I guess if if you if the person didn't read the text yet mm-hmm. and you and you erased it and then they get something like, "Oh, you know, Meg retracted her text." If they didn't see it already, then it's fine. Right, but if you're in like a fight with somebody? Yeah. <laughs> I guess so
2: maybe how it becomes useful is if if you decide to unsend it even after it's read yeah nobody can screenshot it and then continue to you know forward it and comment on it and make fun of you for it or whatever it is <laughs> that people do is that it's yeah, so it's
1: like when you're in a conversation like you like you're in an argument like you said this <laughs> like no I didn't and there's no evidence that you said it so yeah. if if you're in a text argument you you text it, no I didn't I already retracted it. Like, There's no evidence that I said that or texted it.
0: Yeah, and then it's going to be like who has the, the more accurate
1: screenshot. <laughs> Maybe. I think what Apple needs – I mean I've, I've read through all these and they all seem pretty cool. I mean they need to figure out a way where I can get the picture that I want. Like how many times are you with your phone and you're talking to someone like, oh, yeah, this was like a great thing. Like we had a great – I had a great picture of this. Let me find it, and you're like, vroom, 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 vroom. <laughs> you're just scrolling through your phone, and you can never find the picture.
2: Well, I think they're like, going there, and one of these, it was like it
1: needs to know what I'm looking for. Okay, well, one okay, of so them it was, needs to know your. Brain. It needs to read my mind. Yeah. Okay. So.
2: Yeah. See, I'm not with you on that. I want to go the other direction on that, like the the one about the photos, which is they're trying to improve the. Um, using ai to you know automatically share photos with six people based on who's in it and and basically that's going to be a, a it's going to recognize who's in it and share it with everybody in it i don't like that at all yeah and i don't want apple to have the ability for me to say oh i was talking with my buddy rick and there was this time we were you know at the game and i'm trying to pull up this picture i think it was maybe four or five years ago find it for me i don't like that at all <laughs> i want that that'd be perfect you want that i feel like
0: yeah. they've done a pretty good job of updating their sorts like moments people places i don't know
1: so i just go to like you well so that's photos.
0: how you choose the search and that's psychotic
1: like i do use it um recipes for example yeah Somebody gives me a recipe for something, I take a picture of it, and Mm -hmm. then I put it in like a recipes album. album. Mm -hmm. Like that works very well. Mm -hmm. When it's like, oh, we saw this great sunset in Sedona, I got a great picture of it, and I'm like, (laughs) now, that's a bad example, because you could sort by like location, so it would be easy to find Right, a
0: great sunset in Westchester. Yeah, but it's like,
1: I'm just scrolling, man. Yeah. And And I never find it. Maybe you should take less pictures
0: of Sunsets. Maybe. Um, Maybe you're a real the downer. The group texting with Android users for every, me is every, huge.
2: Everyone I don't I don't know anyone who would be against that. How about the fuzzy videos?
0: From Android users? Yeah, like
1: when, when when you send a video or an Android user sends you a video, it's like blurry. When I don't, you open I don't it on iPhone, you've never seen, have you ever seen that? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. awful. It is. Well, like, what's the purpose? They're just not compatible. Like, that cannot be the case. It's technology. It's all compatible. I think there's pretty
0: significant <laughs> incompatibilities between motherboards? Like, and yeah. Yeah,
1: I think Apple just wants everyone to go, dude, drop the Android and go get yourself an iPhone so that we can send pictures clearly.
0: But I think the better cameras are the Androids. So that's maybe uh, part of the parents drama. have an Androids yeah, and they take be, yeah.
1: the worst pictures.
0: Oh, I've the seen worst. some Android pictures that are
1: awesome. Really? Yeah. I take a pretty dope
0: picture. <laughs> but the – like because we have a group text here and Becky's the only one with an Android and anytime someone likes – A message in the group message, which the fact that we still do it is infuriating. We then get a text that says, Megan likes the long ass paragraph that someone just sent. The fact that we do what's infuriating? Like pictures in that, like texts in that group text. You can like my text. You can like our text. You liking the text in that group text. No, it's got to stop. You can't like
1: a text in a group text.
0: In a, group, in a group text with, yeah, an Android. with an Android user. Oh, no, I know
1: how that,
2: like, it, it <laughs> yeah. gives I mean, you the whole text. You yeah. can, but it, it's just right. super annoying. It's right, infuriating. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. And then they're fixing that, which everyone would agree yes. is a good thing. Yes, the, um The only other one that I have a comment on is the uh, short-term loans in Apple Wallet. Mm-hmm. I think that was, like... Like what do they call
1: that? The Trojan horse. Like they (laughs) had all these things, but they just wanted (laughs) to send in like
2: the Uh, loan and Apple Pay. This is just one of the. So it says this year, Apple introduced a buy now, pay later feature called Apple Pay Later. Can we just call it what it is, which is a (laughs) loan? Buying now and paying later is. You're borrowing money, <laughs> right? Why do we have to come up with these euphemisms called "pay later" or "buy now, pay later"? And and a lot of these apps do the same thing. And it's like yeah. trying to make it sound—they're like just dumbing it you. down for people. Like, it's a loan. You're borrowing money. Did they man. hit you with interest because they didn't mention that. It doesn't matter. You're still borrowing money, and whoever's paying the interest, whether it's you or the merchant who's selling it, it's still you're paying. You're you're, you're paying for it one way or the other. You're you're borrowing money. I I love
1: an Apple update. Like when I see the yeah. little notification, I'm like, "Ooh, I get to update my phone."
2: Oh, really? Yeah. I love it. Yeah, uh, I, yeah. Love it. I get suspicious and I <laughs> instantly look at exactly what they're what it, what it's doing, and I'm like, mm, yeah, "All right, none of that applies to me, or whatever." Dude, I don't I even don't, read that. I don't even I don't even care what the update is. I'm just like, uh, let's I, update.
0: There's always like a bug fix. Uh, yeah, yeah, and then it's like, let's have some new emojis. I mean. The emoji turnout alone is just wild. <laughs> but like, there's people's jobs. Like, oh, let's just add to this yeah. catalog. Oh, Did you guys? I don't use Apple Maps. Did you know that you couldn't add multiple stops? Correct. That's insane. I think you can do that on like Yahoo Maps.
1: Uh, I love Apple Maps. I use it like every. I use it for everything. So I, I, I'm a Google Mapper now. But I mean, I, like, I use it for everything. Like, I wonder if. The, um, the, if my barber's open today, I like Google, I, I, not Google, in Apple Maps, I type in the name of my barber, it takes me to their website, it shows me the hours, like, I use it for everything. It's great.
0: And you can never add multiple stops.
1: I know. That's huge. That's huge. I do like the sharing, like, arrival time, too. Like, yeah. I've done that. I've done that a bunch. If I'm on my way to your house and you live three hours away as I'm in Apple Maps, I can share my ETA with you. And it just updates you when I'm getting
2: there. I just feel like that's TMI. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. Like, what if I don't care when you're getting there? I mean, you can probably, probably shut it off. <laughs>
0: so Apple Maps, like, doesn't work well outside of the country, which is uh, really? why I've recently, yeah, I'm more of a Google Map person. Okay. Because Google Maps uh, works. I'm out of the country I'm so, a so world often. <laughs> <laughs> such a loser. <laughs>
1: I'm going to the shore. Usually (laughs) when I go to the shore. I'll share
0: my ETA with you. Okay. The potential dark side of a white hot labor market by Gina Smolik from the New York Times. The question continues to be raised, how valuable is college? Gina's article takes an approach we haven't covered much of for going college to get a job. In interviewing Shanna Jackson, a community college president, we learn of students, in her experience, students taking jobs from employers who are eager to hire at this point in time and choosing to go back to school later. In her experience, Shanna believes that this type of incomplete education, in conjunction with a labor market that potentially slows down, could come back to haunt these students. So we've talked a lot about like the cost of college and then accepting debt to go to college and how you know, valuable is the financial proposition, but we haven't spent a ton of time on just the reality that, you know, maybe what you're learning or what you're coming out with in the form of a degree is not necessarily required to get a good job.
1: What jobs can you get, like nine-to-fivers, without a college degree? Like, are there a lot of jobs that you can get without a college degree? You could probably be a contractor, you can... You don't need college degrees.
0: No, more. I think more of the trades, are certainly. Like, I mean, HVAC. Um, you go to contracting. like contracting like a one year. Or
1: two you get years some sort of certification,
2: trained. but it's not a college degree. So, no, I think it's more than that now. So it's ironic that this article is here because just a couple hours ago I was at a graduation thing and I was just talking randomly to a guy who's talking about well, what are your kids doing, what are your kids doing, and he's got a. Um, one of his kids is a, I don't know, in college or, no, no, not in college, uh, high school, junior, senior, something job at, I, I want to say Walmart. I'm, I'm, I'm missing the company, but it's a just a job for like an $18 an hour job at Walmart, let's say. Well, the, the assistant managers and the managers just don't show up. Like one day they're just, where, where's Bill? I don't know. He hasn't been here for three days. And then they go to a reasonably competent entry-level young person, no college degree, and they say, all right, we'll give you a shot. Do you think you, can, you know enough about what goes on here? And then all of a sudden they've doubled. They're, they're making a salary that's twice what the hourly rate was. And then their career is potentially like that or at least a trajectory out of that. I think there's a lot of that going on because of the the absolute no-shows of people who are supposed to be managing and running a lot of these, whether it's retail or, or, or whatever the business is. I don't think it's just trades. I think it's just an incredible demand for competent people who will show up every day. That is what's missing. And that's why I think this article is important because it's not just I'm gonna skip college and not borrow money or pay the high tuition and, you know, work maybe two jobs and once and then I'll, I'll maybe take classes at night and maybe I'll go back and get my degree later. It's you have real financial potential now without even having to have that if you can prove to your, prove yourself as a as, as a reasonable competent human. That's it. I mean, I don't know if
1: I'm being naive or not, but. I mean, I agree with you 100%. Like, if you graduate high school and you're 18 and you start working at Joe's Pizza, for example, and this is a bad example, but, and you're just a a really dependable, good employee, at some point, Joe's gonna retire. And if you've been there for 15, 20 years, like, maybe you'll take over Joe's. And it's, and then that example works the same if you're working at the BMW dealer, right? So you're mopping floors when you start and, you, you think if you've been there for 10 or 15 years and you've worked your way up you, and you're like a, a manager now after you were a car salesman now you're a ma- you think that, like the guy who owns the or the woman who owns the dealership is going to go oh you've been here for 15 years um did you ever go to college all right when you're done you're not going up anymore like no if you do a great job and you've been there and you're loyal i, I don't see how you can't continue to move up maybe i'm being naive maybe that is a requirement I think I don't think
0: you're being naive. I think there are certain situations where that's very applicable. I think if you think about corporate America, if you will, I mean college degrees, college resumes are how they weed people out. And like this this scenarios you guys just described now, your case with him being a young kid, that was like a circumstance that he fell into. I think that people seeking jobs though, like Going to college or not is unfortunately and i'm not saying it's correct I'm not saying that the person who went to college is necessarily Smarter than the person who didn't or more capable. It's just a way to like Decide if you will.
2: Yeah, well, I think that you'll read article after article about well The average salary or lifetime earnings of a college yeah. graduate a college degree is x versus y And I I cringe whenever I read this because I think it's dead wrong one of the things that um That documentary, the Defiant Ones, with which was Jimmy Iovine, who was um, Dr. Dre, and uh, you know. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like I'll never forget. He was like this guy was just a kid in Brooklyn, wherever he was, and he 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 says over and over again. He said, "The only advice I would give to anyone, young person, be of service. Make yourself." Useful, make yourself dependable to your point, Jeff. You, whatever you do, if you do that over and over again, you're going to have opportunity no matter what you're yeah. doing. And I think that that is like more important than whether you decide to go to college or not or whatever. Whatever you're doing, if you show to whomever is employing you that you are competent, reliable, dependable, of service, you're going to kill it. You're going to kill it. I mean, is am I naive to think that
1: I'm 18, I graduate high school, I get a job at let's say use Walmart for your example, and I work my way up, and now it's 10 years later and I'm almost 30, and now I want to jump to Target. And I go in an interview and they say, "Well, what have you been doing?" Like, I mean, your my resume is I've been working at Walmart and I've done this and I've had a, a ton of success there and now I think I can bring some of the, that value to Target. I mean, are they really going to say sorry, you don't have a college degree. So no no chance. Like I have 12 years of experience like, and I've killed it. I mean, I would imagine why wouldn't they hire just because you don't have a college degree. If you're going to be a valuable asset, why wouldn't they want you?
0: I mean, it sounds good. But like if somebody comes in with four years, less experience because they went to college, you think they're taking the other guy? I mean, I don't know. I don't, I don't know.
2: I love the, the, this, this, this kind of article and, and what's going on, I think, now with like maybe my example, which, again, might be just isolated, but I don't think it is, is great because it will ultimately destroy the overpriced totally. college, which we talked about, ad nauseum, tuition because they just won't have enough customers that are willing to pay that when there's alternatives, which involves going a different path. Because there's always 50,000 paths in life. Now,
1: I feel like the world has kind of taken a step back from that. Like it used to be you have to have a college degree yes. to get a job anywhere. Yes. And now I feel like the world is more like, look, just do your passion. If that means you're going to start a business at 18, go do it. Or I, mean, I just feel like the, the idea of having the college degree to get a job is different now.
2: Right, or, yeah. or you have two jobs at the same time, and then maybe you're taking a couple of courses to bolster something that maybe subject matter-wise you, you need help with, whether it's to help you with your, your business life. Um, that, that, to me, is great. Yeah. Because um, anything, I'd, I'd anything to, to the break change. down the, the ridiculousness that is higher education. You're just saying that because you have two kids in college. No, <laughs> I've been saying this for
1: you No, know, you have. You have uh, you're, you're singing the same tune. Though. Yeah.
0: I think it's awesome. I agree that it's – I think the sentiment is there. I guess I'm just maybe a little bit down on the the, the practicality of it right now. Like I, I understand what you're saying, and I think that if we can get there, it does exactly what you're describing. I just uh, – I don't know that it's – I continue to come back to like college degrees is how they weed people out like because people compete for jobs. Like there's something that has to differentiate us.
1: I just, as an employer, like, and now we're a small company. So I don't think
0: we have a dog in this fight. Yeah,
1: well, of course we do. We're, we're, we're a business. We hire people. We're
0: seven people. I'm talking about the 7,000 person company.
1: You don't have to go there. You can go to a sure, small company. Sure, sure. Absolutely. Like, and, I, and I think both of you would agree if someone came in and they look like a rock star, I wouldn't care that they didn't have a college degree. No, of course so not. So there's plenty of work out there, good work that people can move up and do i mean obviously you can't be a doctor you can't
2: be a right. lawyer right the spe- the the real specialty profession are yeah. you can't be a table table you can't be a CFP because you have to go to you know college, an institution and pay a lot of money likely to get yeah. the credentials or the training for that but there's to your point there's so many jobs and this article i think is making that point there are so much out there that are that are pretty lucrative jobs for younger people that when you weigh that against I don't know, Go to college for two years or four years or whatever. Yeah. I mean, I'll take I'll take door number yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree.
1: Shall we? How, how what what order are we doing in the top five?
0: The top five is top five musical acts you hate that everyone else loves. <laughs> so, when you say what order, do you mean
2: our order or yeah, the order that I
1: don't want to like take one from somebody? So I could go like second or third. Just feel like uh, I might steal one from somebody.
2: I can go first because I have a feeling mine are a little more. They're not as recent, I'll say. You okay. guys, I feel like the young the young people are going to be rattling off some more. Uh...
0: Mine are actually pretty old. Mine are old.
2: Really? You go ahead. Go okay. Ahead. Okay. Take us out. I'm going to kind of roughly go in order here, but number five, Bruce Springsteen.
0: Oh, he's on mine too. <laughs> Yeah. He's too. <laughs> I hate the boss, dude. I hate him. Wait, is this okay. the first time we've ever all that had an be. answer? <laughs> a, a three-person overlap. Springsteen. <laughs> yeah, uh, he's literally number, number one. Of the Beatles. <laughs> okay.
2: Um, never got them, but uh, whatever. Uh, I got. I'm going to throw in Cardi B. Really. Not because I know, obviously, Cardi B is successful. She sells out, you know, arenas. You can't stand her. You can't stand her. Lots of people love her. <laughs> My number two is the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh, I disagree with you. Mm-hmm. That's why it's a great pick because most people love them. I love the peppers. I will absolutely turn them off anytime they come on the radio. Um, Number one, Jeff. You're not gonna like this. Maroon Five. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Do that felt like, like a personal attack on yeah. Jeff. <laughs> no, because I know you've seen them, and I, I think you're em. a fan. I love them.
1: I'm super yeah. fan. Uh, yeah. I don't like Adam Levine, but I'm a super uh, fan.
2: Yeah.
0: I think they're a pretty popular band, Are they? so I okay. think that's a good one. All
2: right, so.
0: Who's All right, out? I'll go. I, mean, I had Bruce. Bruce. I have Elvis. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I think it's just like my mom, we listened to it growing up and it was, I can't right now if it came on. I'd... Um, <laughs> Frank Sinatra, same That's thing. That's a good
1: one. I'm not a huge Sinatra fan. I
0: don't think I'm generally of that like that period of music yeah. you can kind of have for me yeah. uh, across the board. This might be the most controversial Michael Jackson.
2: Wow. Just I considered him. Could never really? get into yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Like this I music's good.
0: Too I mean I'm too young for it. Like I was not immersed in it and now anyone plays it I'm like people liked this. Damn, when I was a kid I had
1: like the sparkly <laughs> I had a sparkly glove. I think my brothers both had one as well.
0: Uh-huh. Uh and then Dave Matthews band.
1: Okay. How's yeah. that How's that not on your list, dude? How's Dave Matthews band not on list?
2: Because I think that too many people don't like. He didn't. He didn't qualify for me as someone that is universally or or very like. Okay. Yeah. So, Trans
1: Siberian Orchestra. Like, have you ever heard of them?
2: No. Have you ever heard of them? Do you know what top five are doing here? (laughs) Wait, dude, that people actually like. I've heard of them, and I'm not really sure who you're talking about. Yeah, it's like a.
1: Yeah, they're like they do like a Christmas concert every year. My brother goes every year. Yeah, I think I, I think they're pretty popular. I can't stand them. Dave Matthews Band mm-hmm. for sure. The Grateful Dead, yeah, for sure.
2: But I also feel uh, that's like a that's one. a. To me, that's Dave Matthews. You either are all in or all out. Fish. I've, yeah. Goodbye, like jam bands. Um,
1: that's my top five. D- oh, DMB, you just went in on a particular shot. Fish, <laughs> and then this one might be like you two. Like they're awful. They're awful. You probably love them.
2: I have mixed feelings. I do. Joshua
1: Tree. Oh, dude. Joshua Tree. Such a good album. It, like, it,
2: it, that, yeah. <laughs> like a lot of their newer stuff you can have. Even a lot of their older stuff. Um, but but there's some wheelhouse stuff that I'm still yeah, all in like on. Yeah, like I've never
1: liked them. Ugh.
2: And maybe I wasn't
1: like. All I've really heard was some of their newer stuff. And yeah. then all the stuff that they played that like just gets played all the time, and I
2: just can't stand it. Yeah. No, I I mean that's a popular answer, but uh, no, they're not. They they didn't qualify it for me on this list. Hmm. I think Mike's list was the
1: best because he really took into account like <laughs> who people really like. Like I didn't think about with my list. Like there's probably a lot of people out there that don't like the Dead, but I feel like so many people like the Grateful Dead.
0: The Dead have like. Like they have a group of they're called the Deadheads. Like they have a name for the the but fans. It's a
2: minority. No, I agree. So? But like you think yeah, so? Yeah.
0: Oh, you think it's a minority in terms of like Generally. music? I think there's like there's more people that I don't think...
1: like the Dead that like the Dead. Oh, yes. see, I disagree really? with that.
0: Really? I mean, if I, if they're older than 35, yeah.
2: But like like for me, it's like Beatles, Bruce. Like they're a consensus Hall Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, blah, blah blah all time greats. I'm like.
1: No. no. <laughs> Wasn't one of my fun facts like Bruce has never had a number one hit. I think that's I think that's an actual fact. He's never had a number
2: one hit. Mm, I would say that "Born in the USA" song would have been, but maybe yeah, not. I don't think he's ever had a number. One. He's 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 awful. Yeah. <laughs> and what is it? The E Street Band.
1: Ugh. I know you can do the guitarist who wore like the headband all the time. Ugh.
0: All right. Okay. to Hey, for thanks for Christine.
2: listening. <laughs> Bye. See ya.